0: Now, sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Carguy Radio Show.
1: It's a gift to be simple. It's a gift to be free. It's a gift to come down where you ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, we'll be in the...
2: I watched the flag pass by one day, it fluttered in the breeze. A young Marine saluted it, and then he stood at ease. I looked at him in uniform, so young, so tall, so proud. With hair cut square and eyes alert, he'd stand out in any crowd. I thought how many men like him had fallen through the years. How many died on foreign soil. How many mother's tears.
0: Christian Carguy Radio Show
1: this calls for action and now nip it in the bud nip it in the bud you got to nip it in the bud when true simplicity is gained to bow and to bend we will not feel ashamed to turn
0: many turns is it to the valley of delight (laughs) i had no idea where i was until i started until i started turning turning direction turning the page turning the soil turning my heart all roads lead to home may be true if you keep turning and sometimes you have to turn completely around so from a navigational perspective the fastest way to the promised land it ain't the way God took the Israelites, and it was the cloud and the fire that led them, if you think about that. And I'm not sure how many times they heard the pillar of cloud saying, recalculating route. <laughs> 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 well, this Memorial Day, I can't help but see the road of this country that led through the, hum- the humiliation of the Civil War, that neither side expected the direction it went. But it forever turned millions, I mean really turned millions back towards God as they saw the direction they were going was leading to death and to slavery on all sorts of levels. And I know my own way has been anything but the direct route, and this week God had me on this lesson plan. It had to do with turning, especially the turning of the soil, and that's a good thing. I discovered that understanding the parable of the soils was absolutely critical And actually, the deeper you go, the better in so many ways. But right now, I want you to flip with me for a moment through the photo album of your heart and collect a few of your treasured memories of being lost. Yes, lost. Someone was sure they knew exactly where they were going, but it may may have been you on the wheel. Or maybe it was someone else. Or maybe it was a GPS you, you kind of went from this place of, I'm not so sure this is the right way to go. to I'm pretty sure this isn't where we plan to be. And then, oh, I have no idea where we are. And then, oh, man, we're hopelessly lost, and I don't think there's any way back. Yeah, that kind of lost. When did that happen to you? And the cool thing that can happen as a result sometimes, which I would love to hear this part, I would have never found this place or seen these amazing people. In other words, God had you good and lost enough (laughs) to get you where you needed to be, and that may have been in the Valley of Delight. Call now, 866. We have lines open. We need to hear from you, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH for the Digitally Gifted. We would love to hear your hopelessly lost story. Of course, with GPS these days, it's less likely. (laughs) or maybe it's more likely. (laughs) I'll bet many of you have had (laughs) the GPS itself lead you astray. In fact, we have what is listed on the Internet, at least, as the top 10 worst GPS disasters we're going to share with you today. But we want to hear your story, a simple trip that turned into a massive adventure. 866-348-7884. I have my good friend Jerry, our Christian Body Shop guy, with us. But for today's show, he's very much ray's record service guy (laughs) and i
3: bet you got some record service stories oh you better believe it you know in the gps you know early on i'm going to tell you what i don't know where they (laughs) got their maps (laughs) yeah those those maps would would send you everywhere and you know what another thing in the towing industry you realize most people don't know how to get home or how to explain how to get to their house or where they're at (laughs) you can end up in some wild wacky places
0: So call us with your lost, so lost, I mean unbelievably lost story, 866-348-7884. Then coming up at the end of the show, we will be in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. We're going to go to that whole parable of the soils and get an idea if you start turning the soil up, you know where that goes. And of course, we want to mention our website where we have all this stuff, all the parables of the soils and all the turning and all this stuff. It's christiancarguy.com. There's a hundred articles, podcasts of all previous shows, Christian Carguy Theater podcasts. You can listen to all that. But also, very importantly, we have the Jesus Labor Love. And we talked about last week that the Jesus Labor Love, we've had, you know, some serious cases, a couple of domestic cases violence cases, and one of these ladies called me this week and she said, Robbie, Robbie, would you let me say a thank you to your ministry and to the people listening out there for the way that these people donate? You know, they pray, you know, your listeners make an impact. And so she wanted to share this soundbite. She called and I recorded this, but here she is sharing a little of her story.
4: First, I want to thank you for allowing God to use you to have this organization because it is awesome, and, well, I came down here from my hometown, which is not far from here due to domestic violence, and I have four beautiful babies, and they're all four, two, three, and ten months, and when I first came down here, I didn't have anything, so I was blessed with a vehicle for my babies, and recently, my car just went down, and I found out through... RC, RC Motor, Co- Motor Vehicles Company in Winston-Salem about your program. So I gave you a call, and you were a blessing to me and my family. I haven't got my car out yet, but I do thank God for the provisions that you made to help me get that taken care of.
0: Again, it's, it's, I wish I could get a soundbite of the tears and the moments when these these people, they're desperate, like being lost, and and they're looking for help, Jerry. And then there there's that moment, and you had one here with the lady that actually donated a van for the other,
3: uh, um, yeah, a like couple mean, three weeks
0: ago. You know, it's amazing how God will,
3: you know, sometimes. And part of her her story said she was going to use this to as a tool to witness, and uh, it's kind of amazing to me. You know, if we will just humble ourselves and listen to God's call. I mean, she just happened to be listening to the radio that morning, where the need where the the woman called in with two disabled children and needed transportation and needed a a van, and she had one that she was trying to figure out what to do with. So, you know, instantly she felt God pulling at her heart and telling her what she needed to do, and she just answered that call. and And we sometimes can can miss opportunities, but God is wanting to bless us by just listening and answering the call.
0: And again, you may not be aware of the Christian Car Guy Show's ministry. It is it is a 501c3. It's called the Jesus Labor Love, Car Repair Labor for Single Moms, Widows, and Families in Crisis. And we do try to limit that to people that are really in a crisis and, and do our best to vet that. But if you go to christiancarguy.com, the website, you'll see the Jesus Labor Love where there's an application. But also, your prayers are phenomenally important to us. And I want to thank you all for the prayers and the help that we got just this week for the, the couple of people that we had with domestic violence issues.
3: And, you know, I think and, it, Robbie, is important that I think people realize that, uh, with this, you know, this, this is something that God laid on your heart to, to start. And I'm, I'm just so grateful to be a small part of that. Um, but the fact is that, that, through this organization, through your time that you volunteer to do, and, and, and Bob also volunteers a lot of time, and Lori does, but what that allows Jesus' labor of love to do is, if you send in a dollar, man, that's going to help somebody. If you send in $100, there isn't any, any fees, there isn't anything yeah, else that have goes no directly.
0: no organizational cost. Even yeah. our bookkeeper um, does our taxes, all that. She donates that, the attorney donates everything. We have no administration costs. So it is really a blessing how God has completely um, done that and, and the generosity has been awesome. And so we're just blessed to be part of how God is helping people out there and the prayer aspect of the Jesus labor love is really where, you know, God comes in and helps. But right now I need you to turn open that photo memory of yours and remember the time that you were so lost. I know there's a story there, I would love to hear it. 866-348-7884. Call us now. Round and round you may be going, you're lost as you can be, or maybe, hopefully, you're like me, you're remembering a time that you were lost, hopelessly lost. Maybe the GPS got you there, maybe it was a friend, maybe it was your father, maybe it was your grandfather. Who was, who was behind the wheel? I don't know, but you ended up at this place you never would have dreamed, <laughs> and it was quite an adventure you never realized that you were going to be taken on, and we would love to hear that eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four, as we mentioned in the beginning of the show, this country is memorial day and and it's amazing how these conflicts, even within our own borders um, led to both the north and the South the places they never would have dreamed they were. they both thought the war was going to be over in a matter of weeks, but it took them. To a place where this country has never been the same after, and one of the one of those that the Great Awakening really came out of, the poor people, of the Civil War that lost so many, um, people that we celebrate the lives that were lost this Memorial Day. And and lost is the operating word, Jerry, because sometimes you, you just find yourself there. So you you got a story. <laughs> and by the way, I know you want to call. Here's the number eight six six. 348788486634 truth we got these top 10 gps disasters coming up we're going to get those in a minute but Jerry you took off one time in those early days of gps and
3: oh yeah i'll tell you what <laughs> the gps like i said i don't know where they got their maps and the road mapping from but we were heading to my wife's family had moved into a town outside of farmville virginia so if farmville was the big part of the that area town outside of but we use the gps and we go trucking up there and going through a couple smaller roads and it was two lane road and all of a sudden gps i'm looking and we're on route little green line is always well we're trucking right along (laughs) and all of a sudden i come up to a big old gate going into a pasture and it had a big sign that said maintain road ends here and then it said to proceed open gate be sure to shut the gate behind you so i'm like well, what do i do now so we go through there so we go about a half a mile in a pasture in a field get to the other side there's another gate same thing maintain road begins here so we (laughs) open the gate has a sign make sure gate shuts behind you (laughs) It was Farmville. Yeah. It was, I, I, I'm thinking, how in the world? Of course, when the, and what we were doing, we were tracking right beside a major road. I never even realized that we get there. And I said, "How? In the, this is how they got me here. And I remember Fred saying, oh, I've never taken that road that route before. And, I said, and so then he tells me how to get back because I knew I didn't want to take that road back. But, you know, one of the most humbling things you can do, especially for a male, holding that steering wheel, looking through that windshield and say, where in the world
0: am I at? <laughs> How did I get here? Yeah. And what are you doing? You have your story. You call us 866-348-7884. We've got this list. <laughs> These just um, unbelievable things. You know, it happened to Jerry, but here, this poor man, his name was, I guess, Khalid Muhammad. He drove six meters. You can tell it wasn't in the United States. <laughs> on a railroad line. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> he, he, it took him down the the railroad line and and they arrested him. I mean, it was one of those things. He it was like, "What are you doing driving <laughs> And he was trying to explain to the police that, you know, this is what happened. And I was following my GPS and even showed him, you know, the thing in this but that didn't change the fact <laughs> that they still arrested him. And even if your GPS tells you to go down a railroad line, don't do that yeah, it's, it's probably it's, not a good idea. And fortunately, really a blessing that the it didn't end up, you know, in a crash. So, and and here we have two girls crash into a lake. I mean, they they actually did from the United States. This is involving two girls who ended up driving into a lake because their GPS and navigation told them to. The three girls <laughs> had hired an SUV and blamed a bad GPS for leading them into danger. The girls in question survived the incident, but drivers were needed in order to help recover the Mercedes from the lake using what? A tow truck, just like you. Know. You can watch the video. We've done a few of those it, before. It's right there, at, <laughs> right there at their website. We have Ken and Colfax. He has a lost story. Ken, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
5: Good morning. What you got uh, for like, I'm like uh, – your partner there. I'm not going to admit the times I was lost, but uh, when y'all were talking about the gate, it reminded me of uh, when we we were little, we were going to Myrtle Beach, and my dad had worked all day that day. It was on Friday, and he asked my mom to drive, and he went to sleep, and we were in the back. We didn't know, <laughs> you know the roads. Well, anyway, uh, I remember... My mom stopped in the car and punching my dad and saying, Walker, Walker, what are all these cows in the road for? <laughs> she had drove clean through South Carolina into Georgia where they had op- open grazing. and then, you know, you you know yeah, they didn't yeah. have to fence the cow in then. And she had drove all the way into Georgia. And I guess if the cows hadn't been in the road, we'd just kept going
3: <laughs> kept going south you' been into alligators in the road <laughs> well,
5: well she the... <clears throat> she was just a home girl she didn't know much about it. you know we didn't have they if they'd had g p s in they wouldn't have known how to operate it anyway
0: yeah, well, that's um. Those days of maps and things like that is it's a different world. But that's a wonderful. You're talking story. about your
3: mom. though remind me of a story. My wife, <laughs> talk about directional challenge. Challenge is that uh, <laughs> unbelievable? Well, going to the beach one one year with my daughter. Uh, usually I always drive, but they wanted to go down earlier, and she calls me up and says, "Everything looks different because we always go down Rockingham." right 74 the ocean Isle. i mean pretty simple route she said now how i, I don't remember going through charlotte and i said going through charlotte <laughs> And she said yeah i'm p- coming up on
0: spartanburg
3: <laughs> 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 got on 64 well, going the wrong direction well you got that's time right. to call
0: in with your law story thank you ken god bless you 866 three four eight seven eight eight four when you didn't think there was any way you could find there 866-348-7884 eight, eight,
2: eight, i watched the flag pass by one day it fluttered in the breeze a young marine saluted it and then he stood at ease i looked at him in uniform so young so tall so proud with haircuts square and eyes alert he'd stand out in any crowd I thought how many men like him had fallen through the years, how many died on foreign soil, how many mother's tears, how many pilots' planes shot down, how many died at sea, how many foxholes were soldiers' graves, no, freedom isn't free. I heard the sound of taps one night, when everything was still. I listened to the bugler play and felt a sudden chill. I wondered just how many times that taps had meant amen. When a flag had draped a coffin of a brother or a friend. I thought of all the children, of the mothers and the wives, of fathers, sons, and husbands with interrupted lives. I thought about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea, of unmarked graves in Arlington. No, freedom isn't free.
0: This Memorial Day, we are celebrating on the Christian Car Guys show those who have given their lives. Of course, Jesus gave his life... Uh, before all that, and it's amazing, um, freedom is by no means free, uh, and sometimes we use that freedom, as we have been discussing on today's show, to get totally and absolutely lost, and we would love to hear your story of how that happened to you and maybe how that might have put you in a place you never would have dreamed of. 866-348-7884, truth and it does not necessarily have to be a driving lost story as I'm fixing to illustrate with my own story is the one that came to mind as I was thinking about the subject <laughs> was when I was a young car salesman I had a boss it, actually I was selling cars at Crown Osmobile in Charlotte at the time so, it's interesting but and my boss whose name was Johnny White I can still remember I was in my early 20s he wanted to take me fishing and I was from Colorado and just moved to North Carolina, and he was going to take me in the Linville Gorge because the trout fishing was going to be amazing. And he had a fleet manager, and he was in his 40s or 50s, and the fleet manager was in, you know, much older than me. So I was just following them, figuring, you know, I, I grew up out west. I don't know anything about North Carolina. Surely they know
3: what they're doing. And surely <laughs> they know where they're going.
0: And so we pull up to these trails, and there's ways down into the Linville Gorge. There's the easy trail. Then there's the medium trail, but, of course— these guys were experts. <laughs> and so off we go down the expert trail and we got down there and we caught a few fish and it was fun and all that. And then we started to come back out and they walked themselves and I was just following them. I didn't, and they walked themselves right into a box Canyon, but there was a box Canyon in the early spring. It was going to be cold that night and it was getting dark and there was no way out of where they were going up. And they began to just absolutely, I've never seen anything like it in my life. I mean, they were panicking. They were like, we are going to die, that we cannot survive this night. And I was like, yes, we can. (laughs) This this isn't that critical. I said, you know, we're up on the side of this mountain. I said, I know where the river is if you go downhill. You don't have to be on a trail or anything, but if you just go downhill as steep as this mountain is, we will end up back at the river. And at the bottom of the river is going to be a trail, and it will take us out. But we won't be out tonight. We'll have to, we'll have to go out in the morning. Maybe we can get to the medium trail or to the easy trail. At <laughs> <laughs> this point, go easy. <laughs> and I smoked back then, so I had a lighter. And I, I was like, I'll start a fire. We'll be warm. Everything will be good. I mean, it's not, this is not the end of the world. So we get down to the bottom. You know, eventually it was a nice little slide on our way down there. And we get down the bottom and we start a fire and we get through the night. It was a little chilly, but nobody died or he got frostbite or anything. The next morning, well, one of these characters carried a sidearm with him because he was afraid of snakes, something I'd really never (laughs) experienced. But anyway, when he slept that night, unbeknownst to us, many of his bullets fell out into the soil. Now, when we were going to put out this fire, because, you know, being a good woodsman that we were, we threw all the dirt onto the what remained of the fire not aware that it was live ammunition (laughs) and we didn't get oh you know maybe a half mile maybe a quarter mile I don't know we were down the trail on our way to the medium trail that we eventually got out on when all of a sudden world war three broke out (laughs) and it was so random and we could tell the shots were coming from where we were and so we had to go back and investigate, and it was quite obvious that. And he checked his pockets, and he was like, "Oh my, these bullets came out," and, um, and 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 so here I am. I don't. That was probably forty years. I don't know how long ago it was, Jerry. It was a long time ago. It might have been forty years ago, but I now have this memory. It's just, it's just a treasure. It's an adventure that I never would have dreamed of going on. You think they tell the story of you saving their life? <laughs>
3: Today, sitting, having a cup of coffee, they're telling the story about this young guy, Robbie Dillmore, saved my life.
0: So we got to be careful who we trust. And of course, we're going to get to uh, all that turning of the soil in the appraisal by the Real Black Book coming up in a minute. But we got a few more of these uh, GPS disasters we want to cover. But most of all, we want to cover your story. 866 3-4-Truth, uh, or, or, or maybe you want to honor someone on Memorial Day that, that is in your family that you know gave their life or recently had a situation, we would love to hear that. Whatever your testimony may be, your question, comment, maybe you got a car question, we're good with that. That's what we're here for, 866-348-7884. Here we have a truck driver that was jailed over a GPS mistake. <laughs> <laughs> You would think an army veteran might have better navigational sense, but this wasn't the case for Doug Madison. This man had to spend Christmas behind bars after driving a chemical tanker onto country roads that were only meant to have 10 ton weight limit. So Doug told the local court sensing him that his GPS <laughs> had come to his defense. Um, to take him off Interstate 79. He was eventually locked up for 10 days and told the local news TV channel that he thought the punishment was unjustified. So, you know, you've you got to be careful with these GPS. You know, the, that's because they say you can go on a road. It doesn't necessarily mean that that road is the road. Sometimes
3: we just have to let common sense override some of this, you know.
0: Well, one of my favorites on this list is actually number eight which is truck driver takes 1,600-mile detour. <laughs> Surely this was the longest ever detour taken due to a GPS disaster. Bird watchers <laughs> at the Gibraltar Point in England looked on in astonishment as a Syrian truck driver drove a 32-ton vehicle down a small road towards, north, the, towards the North Sea. <laughs> when they stopped, he said he was trying to go to Gibraltar. Which just so happens to be a small island around 1,600 miles away off the coast of Spain. <laughs> <laughs> when questioned, he had typed in the direction. When questioned, she said he had typed the directions for Gibraltar into his GPS device and went off on his merry way. It's not known whether the man still works in the trucking industry. <laughs> you can watch the news report on the BBC website. We have. John is in Seattle. John, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
6: Good morning. How are you?
0: I am awesome. Tell us your story.
6: Good. Good. Well, I have a, uh, I guess, a get lost uh, near death story. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, duck hunting many years ago, back in my 20s, and um, outside of Seattle, Washington, doing some duck hunting, and we had walked around some of these ponds, you know, and didn't have any much luck finding finding ducks or geese. But uh, on the way back, I thought, you know, there's a shortcut across these ponds to, to where the lot is, where we're parked. And so we, can, we could take that shortcut. And um, my buddy was a little bit reluctant. He said, I don't know. You know, there's kind of peat bog in there. and don't, I, I don't know about that. And so he said, I'll, I'll, I'll stay on this side and you go test it out. That, you know, that should have been a warning right there, but no, no, I was in my early 20s, and so I headed out across this swamp peat bog thing, and, uh, you know, unbeknownst to me, it was peat bog, which sort of floats, um, and I got out in the middle of it and, uh, and it, and it began to sink right under my feet, and, um, you know, I had my, my shotgun with me. And so all I can remember is going down under the water, and it must have been about ten feet deep and I and I sank to the very bottom and I, it was you know one of those experiences where your life does flash before your eyes, like I might die here. I took a shortcut, and this isn't a shortcut. and I got down to the very bottom, and my mom just a couple of weeks before had bought me a down jacket that was when the 80s when down jackets were very popular and I got down to the very bottom 10 feet and I pushed off with my feet and came back up hey to the John purpose.
0: we we got to go to a break so we're, we're all dying to find out and believe me dying to find out <laughs> dying <to laughs> find out. <laughs> well what happens but if you can hang on through the break when we get back you we're going to find out how did John come up out of the bog we'll find out when we come back and we want to hear your story 866 348 7884 when we come back. No matter how lost you are if you keep turning you eventually will. <laughs> come round right and our hero John when we left him he was down at the bottom of the bog ten feet down with a down jacket on and it, it there comes a time where you have to turn and go up <laughs> tell us the rest of the story John
6: you know that's right I was down at the bottom of that bog and I I pushed off with my feet on the bottom of that bog and came back up to the top. And I had hip waders on, and I, and they were of course filled with water. And I had heard lots of stories from my dad and others that you know, a lot of people have drowned that way because they fill with water or they fill with air and they turn you upside down and then you know you're the wrong way. So I unclipped those and I and I threw my shotgun off into the water which which was not intuitive you know but i i did it to shed the weight that i had and i remember just calling out the name of jesus you know not no prayer no words no uh no anything just jesus uh you know there are no uh or not very many uh atheists in a in a foxhole right so in the bottom of, of a <laughs> in the bottom of a bog, there are no long prayers, just Jesus and I went from bog to bog and it was in the upper twenties, so there was a thin sheet of ice on the water and and you know that shock to the water a uh, shock to the body, very very cold and so I went from bog to bog until i I eventually made it. It was about a hundred yards to the other side, and I made it to shore and uh and got to our truck and was able to get there. My buddy had to take the long way around, and he didn't know if I had made it or not. And this was long before the era of cell phones in the 1980s. And I made it, and I was so thankful, A, that my mom had bought me that down jacket because it acted like a life preserver, but uh, the real life preserver was Jesus. It wasn't my time, and uh, so I... Live to fight another day.
0: That is an awesome. I'm so grateful you called in. And now you have an adventure to share. <laughs> I do. And I appreciate
6: I, your show. I, <laughs> I listen to it most Saturday mornings. And I appreciate the diversity that you guys share.
0: <laughs> Thank you, John.
6: From automotive love- to, uh, to uh, uh, high schoolers almost drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Wide there. variety.
0: I went in one time with hip waiters. I know what that feels like. It's terrifying. It's
6: not a good feeling. No, you it's, right it, the it, bottom. Isn't, there was it no, isn't. There was no sort of time to think about anything except I hit the bottom and pushed off with my feet. And I that, you know, as I recall, 10 or 12.
0: Well, we just lost. And, oh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, we're losing John. Well, John, we appreciate you calling in so much and sharing today. We got to move into our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, crowd for discernment. And lift up our voice for understanding. As I mentioned, I know my way has been anything but the direct route. I'm talking about my personal way. And this week, God had me on this lesson plan. It had to do with turning, especially turning the soil. And I discovered that understanding the parable of the soils is absolutely critical. And the deeper you go, the better in so many ways. So Jesus told us this, <clears throat> and I never meant, never saw it before in Mark 14:30. excuse me Mark chapter 4 verse 13 through 20 he begins out by saying do you not understand this parable how then will you understand all the parables in other words he's saying in order to understand any parable you first have to understand the parable of the sower and then he goes on through the rest of those verses describe the parable you know or the, the story of what happens to the seed when it's thrown along the way and what happens to the seed when it's thrown along on the rocky ground and then it, it gets thrown out onto the weeds and then eventually gets to the good soil so I was like wow do I really know what the you know with this new emphasis on I really need to know what this means I started to make myself notes and just think about these paths and the first path I came to which was the hard path it was obvious that you know, the seed would be seen by the birds and taken away. But had I ever really thought through that spiritually, I don't think I had. And so I began to write myself notes, and I'm going to read you my own notes. And here is what I went through. Hardened by constant travel, the easiest and fastest way through the field, hard and worn. Our hearts get hard from going our own way away from God. This seems the easy and fast way, so it's all too well traveled. We want life fast, and we want it now We don't trust God to give us what we want when we want it. I don't want to risk the time to really ponder the seed. What? Cover this in meditation or prayer like covering a seed with broken up soil? I have life figured out. I don't have the time for this. (coughs) Hard-hearted, self-approved, arrogant, I will do it my way. Such are those who hear and don't understand. Matthew Henry goes on to say, If we don't break up the fallow ground by preparing our hearts for the word and do not cover it in meditation and prayer, we're like the ground of the path. Now that we ourselves are not devouring this food or bread, right, because that's the seeds out there, Satan, the thief, comes immediately, as Matthew 13 says, and devours it. So based on Matthew's gospel and Mark's gospel, we get a beautiful picture of this moment. Like an animal strikes so quickly on its prey, I'd picture this frog's tongue like Satan's got a frog tongue. <laughs> he reaches out there and snatches that food from our heart. Or perhaps more appropriately, like a falcon drive diving on a rabbit, his talent's outstretched to steal my life. Lord, help me devour this seed. Satan is waiting, lurking, watching me. Yes, even now he sees the Bible and he wants to snatch this food from me. How the hardness of my heart makes a great launching pad for a quick getaway Satan needs so as not to be detected. How much easier can he see it from the air when he sits upon our worn, hard, hardened arrogance of, I know this stuff. Jesus uses this example first after saying we must understand this parable in order to understand all other parables. Understanding that this process is happening every moment, Satan is very much wanting me to die of starvation. Yes, me, is critical to my understanding of any parable. So that was the ground of the path. Here's the ground of the rocky soil. We hear the word and receive it with joy, but don't send down a root. I can accomplish this in my own strength. Self-discipline, keeping the rules, checking off the boxes. Philippians 2.12, without verse 13. Martha, not Mary. Oh, it seems obvious. I'm not a legalist. Here's the mask I wear that allows... Seed to germinate yet bear no fruit because apart from me you can do nothing. In C.S. Lewis' book Pilgrim's Regress, here was the mountaintop place of the Anglican and the Humanist and the Classical. They were three pale men starving <coughs> from shallow, rocky soil of self effort. The opposite of Paul Bunyan's valley of humiliation. See, in Pilgrim's Progress, where the soil is deep in valleys, in our humiliation, the mask is stripped off, and we understand we can't do this without God in all three persons. Hear the word and receive it. Excuse me. How many times today, how many times today will I take off without you, Lord? But the thing of it is, eventually, you get through the weeds. And believe me, I spent some time in a weeds this week, and I bet you have two, where you let everything consume you about worry rather than trusting God and later there. The neat thing is, if I wanna to get to this really quickly, is the good soil. There's this picture of wheat coming up out of the good soil. Had you ever considered that the Holy Spirit is like the wind. See, wheat, it germinates through pollen and that pollen is blown through the wind. Well, as you get good soil and you begin to get pollinized, right, and you jump up, then the Holy Spirit takes that, that pollen from you and goes and helps somebody else their pollen so that they can bear fruit you see we can't bear fruit in a vacuum we need pollen from other believers so go out there and pollinate this this particular memorial day thanks for listening to the christian car guy show